When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Are you looking for ways to be happier, healthier, more productive, and more creative? Gretchen Rubin is the number one bestselling author of The Happiness Project, and every week she shares insights and practical solutions in the Happier with Gretchen Rubin podcast. Gretchen's co-host and happiness guinea pig is her sister Elizabeth Kraft, a Hollywood showrunner. Join Gretchen and Elizabeth as they reveal fresh insights from cutting-edge science, ancient wisdom, pop culture, and their own experiences about cultivating happiness and good habits. Every week, they offer a manageable try-this-at-home tip you can use to boost your happiness without spending a lot of time, energy, or money. Suggestions such as follow the one-minute rule, choose a one-word theme for the year, or design your summer. They also feature segments like Know Yourself Better, where they discuss questions like Are you an overbuyer or underbuyer? A morning person or night person? abundance lover, or simplicity lover. And every episode includes a happiness hack, a quick, easy shortcut to more happiness. Listen and follow Happier with Gretchen Rubin, an Odyssey podcast. Available now, free on the Odyssey app and wherever you get your podcasts. Icons, did you ever watch True Blood? I was obsessed. I thought the men on that show, Alexander Skarsgård, Ryan Quanton, I was in love with him when that show was airing. And I thought it was just so good. And so that's why I'm so excited to tell you about the new season of the Truest Blood podcast. The Truest Blood podcast is fantastic. If you haven't listened before, it's hosts Kristen Bauer and Deborah Ann Wall, who rewatch and tell true stories from the set of HBO's iconic series, True Blood. They discuss the episodes, the blood, both fake and real, and all the sexy bites in between. And this season of the podcast, they cover seasons three and four of True Blood, uh, where there's more werewolves, witches, and vampire royalty on the show. Plus, they have really great people who worked behind the scenes of the show coming on and talking about the show. Lots of that to come. I think we're all pop culture junkies here. And one of the things that I love about pop culture is seeing how the sausage is made. And so I think that's why we're all going to be so excited to listen to the Truest Blood podcast. So check it out. uh, And also check out the show True Blood. Watch all episodes of True Blood on Max and listen to the podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Hello and welcome to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino. You guys, hopefully we can all forget our troubles for an hour and laugh and giggle. And, you know, I think we all need it. I think we do. I mean, this has been a stressful week. (laughs) I... I feel like I say that every week, but it's been a stressful week, right? I mean, I, you guys, I'm not proud of this, but I went to McDonald's earlier today and I was just feeling like really, I don't, you know, it just really, it was a tough day, right? I think any of us who are online, who are on Twitter, who are on social media, it is stressful. It feels like the world's ending every day and the news is so dark and look, this is not what this is about, but it can feel overwhelming at times and I just wanted an Oreo McFlurry. (laughs) I just thought... 
I just thought, dear God, I need an Ori McFlurry to get through this day. And look, I know there are people are going through worse things than I am and having worse times than I am. Okay. I'm not, I'm not saying that I have it the worst, but I'm just saying that I needed an Oreo McFlurry. So I went to the McDonald's nearby, which is a drive through, but it's, if you live in LA, you know which one I'm talking about. I went to that one on La Cienega and the drive through is like a fucking tunnel. Like once you're in it, you get stuck in it. <laughs> you are not getting out of it. And I went at lunchtime and it was the longest line ever, but I thought, you know, I really just need that Oreo McFlurry. And I got to the, where you order, you order with a person. So you don't actually order in the drive-thru with like a speaker. You just order with the person. So I get up to the person finally after waiting in this tunnel, I get up to her and I say, you know, I just really need an Oreo McFlurry. (laughs) She goes, she goes, we don't have it. Unfortunately, the ice cream's not working. And without even thinking, I thought, okay, just give me an ice cream cone. Like, not (laughs) so fucking stupid. (laughs) And she's like, no, we don't have anything. You know, we don't have anything cold. We don't have ice cream. And I just let out the biggest sigh and I just go, fuck you. (laughs) I did not mean it. I instantly regretted it. You know, like when you say something that you instantly regret, I like felt bad immediately. Immediately. I felt terrible. I thought, what did I didn't mean? I didn't mean fuck you to her. I just meant, fuck you in general, I really need an Oreo McFlurry. So then I go, I, right away I go, I'm, I'm sorry I didn't mean that. It wasn't to you, it was, you know, to the, your ice cream maker. <laughs> and she goes, without even skipping a beat, she just goes, girl, I get it. <laughs> girl, I get it. And then she put out her hand and she gave me like a high five that was sort of like a handhold. And we held hands for a moment in that McDonald's drive through line. And I really did feel a little bit better. It was like that human connection, that human touch, just being like, girl, I get it. You know, and sometimes you need someone to say, girl, I get it. Girl, I get it. So if you see someone out there today who's having a hard time or who seems like they just need you to hold their hand for a moment, grab their hand and say, girl, I get it. Okay, please do, because we all need it. And like I said, it made me feel better for a, a quick moment. And you know what? It made me feel better for the the rest of the day. And the fact that she was so forgiving, we all need to be more forgiving. I mean, I didn't mean fuck you to her. And she knew that. She knew that. I mean, I I would never say that. She knew that it wasn't to her. It was to the ice cream maker or the ice cream machine. (laughs) Uh, But sometimes you need that Oreo McFlurry. I still haven't had it. I still haven't had it. I've been thinking about it. (laughs) Oreo McFlurry, if you're listening, I'm thinking about (laughs) you. Uh, we have a great show lined up today. Annabelle DeSisto is coming out to recap Roni with me. And uh, before she does uh, come out to recap this week's Roni, we're going to talk about the mid-season trailer, which I cannot wait. We're going to break that down in detail. Because if there's anything we all need right now, it's to break that fucking mid-season Roni trailer down frame by frame. <laughs> we do. We do. And Annabelle DeSisto, she hosts a podcast called Adderall and Compliments. And it's so good. I guessed on it a few weeks ago. It's really funny. I don't know where the name comes from. We'll have to figure that out. But it's Adderall and Compliments, which, I mean, it's, who cares where it's come from? It's so funny. <laughs> Actually, I don't, I don't think I told you guys this, but Matt and I recently watched a documentary called, uh, it was like Take Your Pills, I think. Yeah, I think it was called Take Your Pills, and it's on Netflix. And it's all about Adderall. And we we put it on at 10.30 at night, which, I mean, you guys all know, you should never put on a new thing at 10.30 at night. I mean, at least I shouldn't. I'm like an old lady. I go to bed early, and I, there, I have no place putting on a new program at 10.30 at night. Mm-mm. But, you know, for some reason, we were feeling 
wild. <laughs> we were feeling risky that night. And we thought, let's put on this new documentary or new to us called Take Your Pills. It was about Adderall. And we put it on at 1030. And we saw like the first 45 minutes of it. And the first 45 minutes of it were kind of about the you know benefits of Adderall and why people take Adderall and why it's such a big thing now and why kids are doing it and college students and employees on people on Wall Street are taking Adderall. And the first 45 minutes was all about why people take it. And it was very convincing. And then we fell asleep. And <laughs> so we only saw the first half of that documentary. And so it really made it seem like Adderall was great. I mean, I, we both woke up the next day and we were like, should we get Adderall? Like maybe <laughs> something. We should invest in Adderall maybe because it seemed like a great thing. And I know that wasn't the point of the documentary. It was to scare people from taking Adderall. But if you just watch the first 45 minutes of a do- drug documentary, you are going to want to take those drugs. And I'm, I told you last week, I'm scared of drugs. I don't really do anything other than, you know, a, a Rural Aid and some St. John's wort. But <laughs> I wanted some. I wanted some Adderall after taking this documentary. So I urge you all to watch the full thing, you know, because I do not think that it was supposed to be uh, something that presented Adderall as something good. I don't know. Maybe it was. Maybe it was. If you've seen it, you could let me know. But so her, that's the name of her podcast, Adderall and Compliments. And I want to thank everyone for the love this week and the kind words for the Rosie O'Donnell Pop Dive. That's this new format of podcast we're trying. It'll hopefully be once a week. And I know that some of you out there might not like Rosie O'Donnell. I, in fact, love her. But if you don't like her, maybe still try to give it a listen. Because I heard from so many people that were like, I never liked Rosie O'Donnell, but I loved that. Because it focuses on her talk show, which was a totally different time. And I don't know, it made me so super nostalgic. And I'm so proud of the, the episode. And we have some other great ones coming up. I don't know if you guys follow me on social media, but I've been on a Newlyweds Nick and Jessica kick lately, so hopefully we're going to have a pop dive into Newlyweds Nick and Jessica. And you guys, it is such a trip. (laughs) I was in a Newlyweds binge last weekend. I mean, it was a total Newlyweds bender. I could not stop watching the episodes. I was addicted, and that show is so... It's such a time capsule and it was just so funny. And I then I got on like a, a Jessica Simpson music binge. And then I started listening to Nick Lachey's What's Left to Me over and over and over again. And Jessica Simpson's Sweetest Sin, which in the Newlyweds episode I watched, the record producer told Jessica that she was singing it too good initially. I mean, can you even imagine? <laughs> I still, when I need a good laugh, I just think about that. I think about, you know, some record professional telling Jessica Simpson that she was singing a song too good. She was told that she had to redo it because it was too good and people couldn't sing along. I mean, can you imagine? <laughs> it's, so good. it's so good, you guys. It's so good. So when you need a laugh this week, just just remember that. I mean, it, that warms me at night. I am not kidding you. The other night I couldn't fall asleep. And then I just started thinking of that fact over and over again. I thought of that scene of some record professional telling Jessica Simpson that she was singing too good on The Sweetest Sin. And I rocked myself to fucking sleep. <laughs> I just I, I like, felt, slept like a baby. Slept like a such a baby. And, uh, you know, speaking of baby, she does that baby voice throughout the show. Oh my God. In the pilot episode, she's like, she she spills water all over the floor and she's like, Nick, I made an uh-oh. <laughs> it's like, girl, girl, what are you saying? I made an uh-oh. I mean, come on, Jessica, speak with your big girl voice. And I know she was young, she was 22. And look, my vocals are nothing to write home about. <laughs> 
But Jessica was doing it all the time to her husband, and that is unacceptable. But again, very soothing. <laughs> so we're hopefully going to do a newlyweds pop dive and some other fun ones. The, the Facebook group, the everything I kind of Facebook group has been giving suggestions for them, and they're all so great. I'm obsessed with everything on kind of Facebook group, truly. I want to mention that we're on Acast now, which is a new platform, and there's been a few little tiny technical issues transferring everything to the new platform, uh, particularly with Spotify. So if you listen on Spotify, that's coming soon. You know, so I just apologize if you do listen on Spotify. Unfortunately, we're having a little trouble moving it over, but bear with us. We're getting there, but uh, we can be accessed on Acast now. So you can go to acast.com slash everything iconic and listen to the episodes or they have an Acast app. And I'm so excited. We're joining the Watcho Crappens boys over on Acast, which is a, a great platform and they've been fantastic to us. So uh, also we're on Google Podcasts now, which is a new app. We're on Stitcher. We're on everythingiconic.com. So uh, again, if you are listening on Spotify, I'm sorry. We're hoping to get Spotify back up and running soon, but unfortunately we're running into some issues. <sighs> okay, so we're going to break down the trailer, the Roni mid-season trailer, and then bring out Annabelle. I want to say I love you guys so much. Please follow me on social media at Danny Pellegrino on Twitter and Instagram, and on Facebook, it's facebook.com slash Danny. Please rate and review us on iTunes. Thank you to Samson Technologies, our sponsors. Okay, guys, the time has come. We need to talk about the Real Housewives of New York mid-season trailer. Now, if you haven't seen it, please pause this podcast and go listen to it and watch it immediately. <laughs> we need to break it down. I watch it no less than eight times. <laughs> I literally watched it eight times. And I don't even feel bad. I'm proud of that. I watched it eight times, and I could have watched it eight more. And I probably will. As soon as I'm done recording, I will go watch it another eight more times. It started off with some laughs, as these usually do. We see Bethany and Sonia going over Sonia's resume. And, of course, all of Sonia's batshit occupations. You know, she's a movie producer and a toaster oven, blah, blah, blah. And it's weird to see Bethany and Sonia being friendly. Again, I don't think they're actually friends. <laughs> I think they're just kind of doing this for TV. Uh, we see Lou and Carol talking, which is weird, but Lou's saying how she's supposed to stay away from drugs. Tinsley has like a little pregnancy scare. Of course, Tinsley's not really pregnant, but they kind of play it off as if she might be. So, you know, we know it's not actually happening, but it's just some fun stuff. We see speed dating Ramona speed dating and she's flirting with a man and of course bethany is hating on ramona's game ramona has a lot of game okay she does she can get a hot older man and bethany is just hating on her and i don't like it y'all know how i love myself love my ramona <laughs> um but it's you know all very fun we see sonia and luann meeting with luann's uh, cabaret director i think it's her director sonia is saying that she does more cabaret not cabaret which I assume means naked. We then see her get naked at the show, which we've seen that clip online before, but it's nice to see it in HD with a steady cam. <laughs> Just Sonia's dress popping off. I mean, look, I don't want to see a dress popping off a lady if it's anyone else but Sonia. I mean, I'm hardcore gay. I love a dick. <laughs> but I do love to see a dress falling off if it's Sonia. I mean, it brought me so much, it brought me more joy than when the dress popped off the girl I pretended to be dating in high school. <laughs> Ah, the fear. The fear that I had in high school when a girl's dress would come off. I thought, not me. Don't want to do it. (laughs) Don't make me do it. (laughs) But when I saw it pop off Sonia, I just got a giddy feeling inside that I've never known before. So then the drama starts, okay? And we're introduced to Columbia, the Columbia trip that we've all heard from, that reports were kind of denying at first, but then we knew they were true, that this uh, Columbia trip had a boat boat ride, that a boat trip from hell, 
And like we heard it happening, but we didn't know exactly what to expect. And now we're starting to see the first footage of this trip to Colombia. And you guys, it is breathtaking, stunning, shocking. It's all of the above. It's so many things. It's so much. And it's so perfect. And of course, the first Colombia scene we see in this mid-season trailer is Lou coming out in a Sofia Vergara wig. And she is... She's just, she walks into frame and she just goes, Hola, chiquitas. <laughs> Hola, chiquitas. <laughs> Fucking cookie monster or something. And she's just walking and she says, Welcome to Colombia. And then we see Ramona stuck in an elevator. Then we see this footage of Ramona on the streets of Colombia. It's unclear what they're doing, but Ramona's in a wheelchair. Which, you guys, I saw a paparazzi photo of Ramona in a wheelchair from this trip. And I was still shocked, surprised, and saddened by this sight of Ramona in a wheelchair from this footage. I mean, weren't you all? It seemed like whoever was the camera operator for that scene where Ramona was on the phone with Bethany in New York. Do you remember that scene where she said, you know, Bethany doesn't support other women? When Bethany had the audacity to call Ramona on the streets of New York. Remember how the cinematography for that scene was so... Uh, breathtaking is the word I'm looking for. Well, it seems as though it's the same cinematographer for this scene of Ramona in the wheelchair in the streets of Columbia. It is good. It is good. And it deserves an Oscar. Whoever this person is that's holding the study camp, I don't know if it's a producer, it's a cameraman. I don't know who's doing it. Whoever Ramona's person is that's filming Ramona, we need to get them a cinematography. Emmy, Grammy, Oscar, whatever it takes. Peabody. I don't know, Nickelodeon's Kids' Choice Award. <laughs> Somebody, let's reboot the Blockbuster Entertainment Awards and give it to them because they deserve it. The cinematography was truly on another level. Another level. It's not reality TV. This is, this is film-worthy. And then we see Bethany versus Carol, more Bethany versus Carol, which I think some of us thought maybe Bethany and Carol were done for the season. Like, we were over it, but we get more in Columbia. We get Bethany and Carol fighting at a dinner table. Carol seems to be unbothered. Bethany seems to be very bothered. Bethany says, I don't think you like me. And then Carol just casually says, yeah, maybe that's it. <laughs> maybe, maybe I don't. Like, leave me the fuck alone. That's what Carol's really putting off. And I like the side of Carol. I really do. She seems so unbothered. And she's wearing, like, a, a very large earring and just one ear. And you guys, I like it. It reminded me of Sex and the City, the movie, when, uh, remember when Carrie had that bird feather in her hair when she was getting married to Big? Or when she thought she was getting married to Big? You know, before Big didn't show up and then they met in the street and Charlotte was like, No! <laughs> When Charlotte gave that forceful no to Big. We all remember that. Don't act like you don't play that scene over and over in your head before bed every night. Because I do. Anyway, it's that same sort of bird feather, but it's on an earring form. And I liked it on Carol. I know people hate on Carol's looks, but I like them. And then, this is the shocking part of the mid-season trailer. The thing that I did not expect was the Luann versus Dorinda. I mean, I've heard rumors about this season, but I did not hear about Luann versus Dorinda. And I was shocked. Shell-shocked, jaw-dropped in... Diarrhea. I needed a diaper. I was so surprised to see this Dorinda versus Luann. First of all, talking about that cameraman, whoever was filming these women in Colombia, I mean, they really had to go through it because there was a fight between Bethany and Carol at one end of the table, and then they had to get coverage of the totally opposite end of the table for Dorinda versus Luann, and they did it. We saw in the mid-season trailer that they did it. 
And then we see Dorinda say to Luann, Dorinda seems to be a little tipsy. We get a little bit of that shaky, drunk Dorinda voice. Dorinda says, drink some more and get arrested. Get married again. You're awful. And I loved it. I loved I love Luann and I, I love Dorinda. But I mean, that moment I loved forever and for always. Then Dorinda says the next day, or it appears it's maybe the next day. Dorinda says, I almost got arrested for you. And I thought, what does this mean? I'm sure we'll find out what it means. But how did Dorinda almost get arrested for Luann? That was the most surprising part of this whole entire trailer because I felt like everything else I expected or heard about, but I never heard about Dorinda almost getting arrested for Luann. So then Bethany kind of like sticks up for Luann and then Dorinda says to Bethany, stay out of it. You got no skin in this game. And that really, that shook me to my core. And I thought, that's Dorinda doing a natural catchphrase. That's her doing something natural. Like, you know, some of these other times, like the clip clip or the, I don't know, uh, you know, say it, regret it, fight it, forget it, or whatever the fuck that was. Some of those ones that Dorinda says, I feel like she's purposely doing them for a, a knitted pillow. But this time, I felt like it was very natural for Dorinda to just say, you got no skin in this game. You know, it felt like a very natural catchphrase. And then we get the footage of them on the boat, and it's shocking. Even though we knew it was coming, we knew that there were tears and that there was uh, a lot of seasickness and everything, but seeing it in our HD eyes, it was shocking. And the last line of the whole trailer was just Bethany yelling, get on the floor. The Titanic, the Titanic is shook. (laughs) You know, I mean, God rest the souls that were lost on the Titanic, but this is the natural sequel to that, really, when you think about it. It was shocking. It was wonderful. This mid-season trailer was amazing. I can't wait. I love it. My apologies to anyone who was aboard the Titanic that I might have just offended. I love you, and I didn't mean anything harmed by it. <laughs> I love you. Anyway, let's bring out Annabelle. We have to talk about this episode, but I'm just, I can't wait. I'm giddy. I'm giddy. This season, It's the gift that keeps on giving. Have you ever experienced a dry, itchy scalp or ever wondered why your color isn't lasting as long as your hairdresser promised? Well, unfiltered mineral-filled water could be the reason why. Did you know hard water is a leading cause of damaged hair and dry, irritated skin? And that about 85% of the United States uses hard water filled with dissolved minerals and added chlorine. That's where Canopy's new filtered showerhead comes in. Canopy, known for their beauty hacks and reimagined humidifier, has revolutionized the filtered showerhead. Dermatologists recommended this unique three-stage filtration system greatly reduces contaminants and odors in your shower water, leaving you with healthy hair and glowing skin. Best of all, the Canopy filtered showerhead is hassle-free. Installation is a breeze, and its unique quick-release filter replacement feature allows for seamless filter replacement unlike any others on the market. Go to getcanopy.co to save $25 on your Canopy filtered showerhead purchase today with Canopy's hassle-free filter subscription. Even better, my listeners can use code EVERYTHINGICONIC, all together one word, at checkout to save an additional 10% off your Canopy purchase. Hurry, your hair and skin will thank you. This episode is sponsored by Los Angeles Tourism. 
Now, y'all know I'm from the Midwest, but I've lived in California for so long, and I truly do love it here in LA. There's so much to do. My parents were just in town and said the same thing because we always have something to do when they visit. There's so much good food and drink here. There's lots of pop-ups, rooftop bars, year-round alfresco dining. I love being able to eat outside here all the time, but they really have so many different food options uh, that you can get all the time. Tons of great shopping and fashion. Uh, They just opened up a new shopping center right across the street from where we live. And it's just fantastic to be able to walk there. I love that. I love having the sun. I love the attractions, the studios, the lifestyle. You get all the Hollywood pop culture stuff that I certainly love so much. Uh, And also, you just get the wonderful weather. It's really a fantastic place. So I want to encourage you all to head to discoverla.com. Again, need more ideas for your next visit? Just head to discoverla.com. Ever since I saw Clueless, I wanted to have the most amazing wardrobe, and that includes all of the clothes inside the wardrobe closet, and that's why I'm excited to talk to you about Quince. Now, Quince has you covered with truly timeless pieces that never go out of style. You'll have them in your closet forever. Quince has all sorts of must-haves. I'm talking uh, Mongolian cashmere crewneck sweaters from $50. I have a blue cashmere crewneck sweater I got from them that I get so many compliments on all the time. I love it. Plus, iconic 100% leather jackets and versatile flow-knit activewear. The best part, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes us savings all over to us. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices, along with premium fabrics and finishes. Love that. Makes you feel good about shopping with Quince. Uh, Again, I've gotten a lot of stuff there. Just uh, good quality pieces and a lot of different options if you're looking to upgrade your wardrobe. So indulge in the affordable luxury. Go to Quince.com slash iconic for free shipping on your order and 365-day returns. That's Quince, Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash iconic to Get free shipping and 365-day returns. Quince.com slash iconic. Okay, guys, I'm here with Annabelle DeSisto, host of Adderall and Compliments, right? Where did that name come from? I named it after my two favorite things. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> oh, I love you so much. Oh, my God, you make me laugh. I'm going to be really giggly, I can tell. I'm so excited. <laughs> I've been such a fan of yours for so long. I So this is like a real, like fan like vision board moment and like Craig's vision board. I cut off like your head. I just saw you as a body. Um, but yeah, I feel like Bethany seeing a life-size nutcracker. I'm very excited right now. So thank you. Just start running around the room or something. Uh, we met at Countess and Friends, hashtag Countess and Friends. And um, that was quite the night. It was, it was intense. I thought of you as my friend, like how Countess Luann thought of those people as her friend of like, you were already a friend in my head, even though you had no idea who I was. And much like probably like Cheyenne Jackson with Luann. I had no idea who Luann was. I know the friends were really, really loose. Um, I'm so excited to talk about this episode. I think every week I say it's the best show on TV and it's the best episode every week. And it was, this was another wonderful episode. We're still at the Mayflower Resort and these women are, they're spying. Um, You know, there's a lot of yoga this episode. Yes, a lot of a lot of yoga. And I'm like, oh my God, if fucking Teresa comes in and is their yoga teacher, I'm going to scream. But yeah, it's the best show on TV. I do not understand how 
Every year it is robbed for every Golden Globe, every Emmy. Every the Kids' Am- Choice why Award. Why does The Amazing Race, like, it's won the last 20 years. I don't, do you know, know. anyone who watches no. The Amazing Race? No. I mean, it's really blasphemous. It's disgusting. Actually, I did binge The ba- Amazing Race. There was, like, one summer where I watched 10 seasons in a row. Like, I just kept watching them. Um, and I, I didn't necessarily enjoy it, but I kept doing it. <laughs> I kept doing it. What do you think? You mentioned Teresa in yoga. What do you think of this new career of Teresa with, have you seen her bodybuilding picture? Bo- I haven't talked I about that on the show. See, I, I want it to be, and I'm sorry, I'm like putting, you know, pitting women against each other, which is like, you know, society's problem. But I want her to go up against Tamara yes, for a bodybuilding. Sure, sure. Like if there was an all-star season, you would want those two. Exactly. Yeah. And then like, who is better at faking being into religion is it Tamara or is it Teresa <laughs> yes I mean it's shocking when I saw those photos of Teresa come out with the uh, you know the the tanning oil and then the the tan was <laughs> just shocking like she looks like a rotisserie ch- like yeah, a rotisserie it, chicken and yeah. just like I know she just looks so wet. It does not look real. It does not look real. But anyway, at this spa resort, we met Elisa, the yoga instructor, and she was sure. I just wrote my notes. She sure was something. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And then all the girls were wearing a lot of like shirts this episode that said phrases on them. Uh, Luann was wearing one that said graphic tees. A lot of graphic tees. Like Luann had one that said, I can, I will. Tinsley's had one that just named some things she liked. It was like mimosas, dogs, and something. <laughs> Did you see that one? Yeah, it was, it was mimosas, dogs, and sweatpants. Pants. Yeah, it was just things she likes. <laughs> That's like a really low bar for a graphic designer. <laughs> just like writing words on tees that just don't fit. Mimosas, dogs, and sweatpants, they don't really... I mean, I get the idea of it. It's like we're relaxing. Yeah, but it doesn't like... It didn't like rhyme or just like I... Yeah, it's a real low bar. And isn't like the third thing, it's supposed to be like the third, it's supposed yeah. to be funny, like the rule of three. Like, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it made no sense at all. Yeah. I, also, I mean, I feel like those three, Tinsley's shirt was not, those three weren't really related. Like, no. And it should have, it wasn't accurate. Yeah. Like it wasn't, like it should have been curls, like, or blowouts, priv, <laughs> priv. and falling seen- on the floor when my like coupon king comes to surprise me. We haven't seen priv in a while on Bravo, have we? It's been no, like it a, was, maybe it, a week or so. It was not on this episode, and I was like waiting for any second now. I was like, is that the waiter, or is it a priv person coming uh, in to do a spontaneous? Yeah, we're always worried a priv employee is going to show up. <laughs> <laughs> Bravo's trained me to think one's just going to like enter my house at random times to come come massage me or give me a mani-pedi. We're at the spa. Dorinda's upset about the Morgan Crest. That's something that happens throughout the episode. And then uh, we're also reintroduced to that storyline of Ramona in the picture that she posted of Luann, of the whole group, at dinner last week. And uh, I, I didn't think it was bad that Ramona... What did you think? Did you think it was bad that she posted that photo of them? No, I could definitely see Ramona as the type of person. I'm sure she looked great in it. And all the other women's, like, their eyes could be closed or they could be, like, mid-sentence talking. And she's like, what? We all looked beautiful. We finally had a photo where all of us look good. And I'm like, yes, I'm sure after 10 seasons of this show. Like, she was acting like David LaChapelle took this photo. And it was like, it was such a great photo. It would be a shame if it wasn't seen. I'm just... (laughs) Like, it wasn't that great of a photo. No, like, I mean, it was just like you... a totally average photo. Like, they all looked totally fine. Like, they were covered by the table. <laughs> they, were, you, they weren't like full body shots or it wasn't like beach shots. You know when you take like a really good photo by the beach? I mean, I'm terrified of uh, natural lighting, but I, when other, I understand when other people do it, I can uh, put myself there mentally. Yeah. So like when, you know, when you're at a beach and you're like, oh, I look good in my bathing suit, like 
Okay, yeah, this has definitely never been me. But I, I can put myself there. Of- I'm saying it, and I could literally only think of one time in my life that this was a thing. <laughs> like, I was doing CrossFit heavily at the time. And like, I remember this one time on a beach where I took a photo, and if the people that I was posing with did not allow me to post it, I would have been upset. But this was a dinner photo. This was just them at dinner, so it wasn't that big of a deal. I don't know. But so we're reintroduced to that, and then we're introduced to uh, Dorinda and Bethany's little simmering argument. Uh, do you remember they were uh, by those crystals and they were talking about their argument? Bethany told Dorinda, I don't feel safe with you. Which I was like, well, if you're going to confront anybody about not feeling safe with them, I'm glad you're doing it next to giant healing crystals. <laughs> and I want to be like, Dorinda, have we not learned our lesson? But of course it's Dorinda, so she hasn't. But Bethany's like, oh yeah, I want to get some of these for my new apartment. And Dorinda's like, I know where I can get them for you. And I'm like, haven't you? Okay, stop trying to buy something for Bethany or telling her to like where the hookup is. It doesn't work out well for you. Like, no, my stomach dropped when she said that. It's like, Dorinda, don't get her the crystals. Like, let her buy her own crystals. There's plenty of, you can Google. The Google shopping, like all you do is Put in Google like what you want, and then you click on the shopping button, and it shows you where they're available at. Like, <laughs> That's <it's>... all Bethany <laughs> has to do. <laughs> so when they're talking, Bethany mentions to Dorinda that everyone sees a crack in her relationship with Carol, and so Bethany sort of feels like they're all kind of ganging up a little bit. She said this in her confessional, I think she elaborated on, and it was sort of breaking the fourth wall to me. Like I felt like Bethany was saying the girls see like I'm – I, I, you know, I'm not at my peak or at my, what's the word I'm looking for? You know, they, they see that they can kind of knock me down a few pegs. Oh yeah. And she said like that they were going to, they're so happy that I have to be like by myself or that I'm the solo one. Yes. And I'm just like, I know I'm like a 12 year old boy and I like laugh. It's, it just reminds me of Mean Girls when somebody's like, there's a crack in me and I'm like, oh, it's crack. Say crack uh, again. Say like crack. that's all I can think of, which cause I'm an idiot. Um, but it made me. I don't know. I go back and it's like I have like a pendulum or like one of those uh, old clocks with like the eyes going back and forth on the cat. Like we're just going back mm-hmm. and forth where that's what I do every episode with Bethany. Cause on mm-hmm, one hand too. I'm like, I empathize with her and I'm like, Oh my God, you did like the Puerto Rico thing. Like, yeah. you know, you and Pitbull have done more for Puerto Rico than yeah. uh, certainly our country has. <laughs> but like, then she acts like a complete asshole and then she goes back mm-hmm. again. But then she's also sticking up for Sonia about the crest, which that dear picture is that deer silhouette is like very triggering <laughs> yeah. for Dorinda where I was like, did yeah, something happened with the d- deer. <laughs> yeah. I was just, did Richard die in like a like deer accident? Cause like they're supposed to be like one of the number one killers of like, cause they cause yeah. like a lot of car accidents. I was like, I don't, I don't understand why. Yeah. It's triggering for dinner, Dorinda. And I'm like, yeah. is that a crest? Or was, cause it just seems like a kind of like Craig, like a, the like clip art of a deer. Oh yeah. Craig's you're talking about Southern charm. Southern I know. Charmer, Craig's I was just designs like... are shocking. <laughs> Craig's design. I feel like they're always like some sort of animal in front of a palm tree. It's like, why are they all in front of these palm trees? Yeah. It's like, he's doing like the rough sketches of like what blues clues like was going to be in the early stages or like Gullah Gullah Island. Yeah. <laughs> just like, why are you doing these like childhood drawings? Doesn't make any sense. Did you ever see waiting for Guffman? No. <gasps> what? Annabelle. I know. I'm... It's like a classic. Oh my God. It's so good. But there's this guy, the director, and he's uh, doing costumes for this play he's putting on and he's like taking the job very seriously but then they show a close up of his sketches and it's like a cartoon person that he's drawing <laughs> <laughs> I don't know it just reminds me of Craig so there was a commercial and I wrote something down in my notes that you said during the commercial so this is totally off topic this is like another thing we're not talking about Ronnie right now but it is Housewives related and it is uh, Teddy Mellencamp's fat picture. <laughs> yes. So you have a lot of feelings for this. And I just want to get them out because I just want you to get them out. 
Okay, I guess this is my trigger point. This is my, <laughs> like my triggering. I don't issue. even know how this came up, by the way. Um, it's just I am a like. I am a former fat kid, so I like I get it. Like I was called Manabelle all through middle school. No, that was like one of the nicest. Like I had to stop riding the bus because everyone told me I was slowing it down. Um, Like, like I was like, yeah, like which I was, but like, why the fuck are you in such a rush to get to a public school in Florida? You fucking nerds. Um, But I was just like, it's besides the point. So I'm like, like I understand being like a fat kid, like growing up, but. Her fat picture, because that was like her big, like heartfelt. You know, you're talking about the picture that they always show when they talk about the, Teddy's accountability program, and, and they, they said oh, she used to be fat. They show this one photo. It's the one picture they. It's like when somebody's like lost on the news, and they just keep showing like the one picture of like yeah. the like little girl. That is the picture of Teddy, where like that's supposed to be her being fat, but it's just such a tight zoom in on like her at prom yeah. with like a side swept like updo from you know like super cuts and i'm just like that i don't know i feel like that is the like tip of the fat iceberg i want to see the rest of it show yeah. me we show need to see me more photos we need to see more photos there had to have been more photos taken at that time so she's coming back next season let's dig up some photos i hope the producers if they're listening they're digging up some old photos i need more uh, i'm sorry teddy i need more chins in that picture for <laughs> me to believe that that is a yeah, fat picture yeah, of yeah, you. yeah 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 and because yeah she doesn't look overweight in the photo to me at all i mean that one photo they show so anyway um that just i made you talk about that no i was just like laugh. i'm so, like <laughs> between that and the horses that's what we're going with was like i used to be fat and i'm just like no you just had some salt before you took this picture like oh, this Terry. is not you fat and then it's just like did you know i have horses yeah do you know who my dad is terry and i'm like you're you and your dumb gross husband i know her, keep I, it nice we keep it nice. okay i think he looks like a face mesh or like face combination like a snapchat filter of like steve-o and like a backup dancer for cirque du soleil you know what I learned in my, this is off topic too, but in my newlyweds binge that we talked about, I learned. Which I was living for. Your Instagram uh, stories, they always kill I'm, me, but. Well, I like, I don't know how to get out of this newlyweds binge, but anyway, I learned in this whole process <laughs> that Beth, uh, Jessica Simpson had an affair with Bam Margera. You know, that was like the end of the relationship. And Steve-O. I didn't know it was Bam Margera. I thought it was Johnny Knoxville. No, this is what I heard. So then Steve-O. Years later, confirmed it on Chelsea lately. What? Oh, yeah, I know, I know. It's you said Steve-O, and that was kind of, that now triggered you're, me. Yeah. I'm, you're kind of making me like rethink the respect I had for the Jackass cast. Yeah, I mean, and that's really course. disappointing. Of course, I'm here to help. Um, okay, back to Real Houses of New York. So sh- this is why you shouldn't <laughs> idolize. You shouldn't put people up on a pedestal. <laughs> They're bound to fall oh, off. Stop. I'm giggly. I'm giggly today. I'm just giggly. It's been a rough day and I like needed this Housewives episode. Like, I, needed <laughs> I mean, like it's been a rough day. It's like we went to that dinner that they had <laughs> like that. It's been such a long week and it's only Wednesday. Um, yeah, we'll talk about that in a second. But um, so Lou mentioned that she's going to AA meetings. Do you think she's going to AA meetings? Like, do you think she is going to follow through with it? I like that she said, like, I'm going to go to AA meetings, like how people say, I'm like, oh, I'm going to start working out or so like, yeah. it just seemed like very like casual. Um, I'm going to go to AA. <laughs> She's like, I'm going to check out some AA meetings, like go around, see which ones have the best coffee, you know, like. Uh, so then uh, we see Bethany and Lou, they're talking about this AA meetings in their white robes. And one of the things that you pointed out is that there was a Southern Charm Savannah promo in the corner. <laughs> <laughs> 
It was in white lettering over their white robes, so you couldn't even see it. That shows you how how much faith Bravo has in this, where they're like, they're not even going to pay the extra. I mean, that's not even like more money, but I'm like, you cared so little that you're like, let's not even do it in the blackie. You know, yeah. it, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. We don't need to change Listen, it. we have a better hope for, you know, your husband's cheating on us than we do Southern Charm Savannah. So, you know, I give it up. Like another ski trip from Candy or she's got... She's got I know, like, Candy, Candy Candy's got another have, show like, coming on. It's like everything Candy does, they give her a show. She's like Candy her. goes to, you know, Target. <laughs> like between her and Kyle Richards, I'm like, how many friends do we know who are like brilliant and talented, like cannot sell a show to save their lives? And then... It's disgusting. I have so many pilots. If anyone wants them, I have tons of pilots that I've written that I cannot get in front of people. But Kyle Richards just is selling a show a day. Well, Ugh. please go into Kyle by Aileen too. You'll be the only person there besides the mannequin. So you will be bound to be seen <laughs> and leave it for her. Yes. Uh, so then it was revealed that Ramona and Tom have had drinks at the Regency. Uh, what do you think of this? Do you think Ramona shouldn't have drinks with Tom? She shouldn't, right? I mean, you have a sordid past with Ramona. I was going to say, I'm like, I don't want to give her any credit for <laughs> anything uh, besides you know, buying my therapist's beach house, yeah. um, which is the only thing I'll credit her for. Um, Bethany had revealed that Ramona had been having drinks with Tom. I mean, I just thought it was such a, it was just such a perfect segue that would have been so natural for her to go into her song Girl Code <laughs> and don't be so uncool. And it's just, I so just, uncool. I felt that was a missed opportunity. Totally. But when Ramona said, like, what, am I not supposed to hang out with him? I mean, <laughs> New York, we run in the same circles. What am I supposed to do? Kill him? And I was <laughs> like, I love that like, that's where... The like, only other option, murder. I, was, I mean, yeah. like, I can either hang out with him or I can kill him. <laughs> that's it. And hearing this news uh, really triggered Lou. She said she wanted a cigarette. Like, did you... She got, like, really shaky with the robe. She's like, I need a cigarette. And she just... She, what did she say? She said... This too shall pass. Yeah, I was going to say, she said something that's going to be on, like, the next shirt she wears in the other scene. Just, like, she kept saying, she kept speaking in, like, Instagram this too quotes shall pass. of, yeah, like, like, what's on, like, tea bags, You know, like, that, like, little saying of, and I'm like, I, you know. No, I in team. <laughs> Six to one, half dozen of the other. <laughs> that's Every my little impression. Gift. That's why they call it the present. Am I right, girls? Can you believe it? <laughs> to make a new song. Oh my God. Uh, it made me laugh. Um, so then they get to this dinner, which the dinner was sort of like the meat of the episode, I'd say, right? Like this was a dinner. I mean, later on they referenced it as if it was like this exhaustive dinner, but it was really just like a dinner at a spa. And they started off with playing a little musical chairs, but then he didn't want to sit next to Carol. So she moved down from the table and then, uh, Lou ordered an alcoholic, <laughs> Lou ordered a non-alcoholic beer, which I... what's the point? I am not a beer person. I don't think I've ever had like one full can of beer to me. It just remind like gives me flashbacks of like PTSD at like Tallahassee Community College, which is already scary enough. It's just like, I know, yeah. it's like beer to me is so gross, but like, why would you get like a non-alcoholic beer? Like does yeah. beer really, really taste that good? You're like, mm-hmm. it's worth it without the... You know, I love, there's this one beer, 312, it's like a Chicago beer. And now you can buy it everywhere, but I like it. I mean, I really rarely, rarely drink beer, like maybe once a year, if that, like I rarely, but when I do it once a year, I will have a taste for this 312 beer and, um, I just got it over pride and I like, that's something that I might get a taste for, but just a general, like non-alcoholic beer, like she, cause it wasn't a specific, she just said, I'll have a non-alcoholic beer. So 
I, I don't understand that, like having a taste for something just so generic. No, I wanted I, I wanted her to be like, oh, I'm really jonesing for some toilet wine. I learned <laughs> that lingo when I was in the system. So uh, in the clink. Yeah, what does she come for referencing jail? She's like, the, the girls in jail aren't this bad. <laughs> She's talking about like, you know, now I know the system. And you're just like, yeah, and people get caught in the system. And I'm like, you are not like you white rich women are not allowed to talk like are not allowed to call it like the system. The like, system. You, you cannot talk about the prison system. You can maybe talk about like Nutrisystem, mm-hmm. maybe. <laughs> but it's like the amount of time <laughs> Luanne spent in jail is less time than it takes to binge watch an entire season of Orange is the New Black. Yeah. So like. Or Newlyweds even. We can't, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I just did it. So yeah. it's just like, yeah. I, I know that's, I love Luanne so, so much. I really do. I think like she's the best. She's the best. We saw her live. We love her. But it was the, the past few weeks with all this arrest stuff, it does bother me a little bit. And I don't want it to bother me, but it does bug me a little bit that she's just, the. I don't know the way, if it's the way she's acting or the way everyone's acting about it, or it's, it's just like so much privilege and it just kind of bugs me. No, I, I don't, I don't want to get like, Let's talk in about, trouble for saying that. Like, yeah. I, let's let's talk about Dorinda's vagina. She, <laughs> oh, I was gonna. Oh, oh no, what were sorry. you gonna say though? <laughs> no, I don't want to be like this is making like a statement. No. <laughs> no, but I was just like, I love that. Like when they went to that workout class of like jail fitness or something, mm-hmm. and yeah, they're, yeah. they're talking to people who are like actually have been in jail yeah. for like a long time, Felonies. and they've gotten back. Like they're they've gotten out, and they've created like this program, and they're sitting there watching like six like white rich women talk about like, huh, if I was in jail, can you imagine like our friend, she slipped the cops and, and they're like, yeah. okay, well I have the possibility of being shot from just like going outside. And, but I'm glad you can like yeah. literally be arrested, slip out of the cops and like approach a police officer being like, I'm going to kill you. And, and then go back like, to your reality show. Like, <laughs> and then they're like, Oh, you, I know, I know. And then the whole time at that fitness place, Tinsley's like, I should get a job here. I, I have a mugshot too. And I'm just like, what? I'm like, Oh my God. You, you this too shall pass. Asshole. <laughs> and like Tinsley with her boxer braids and she's like out in the garden, out in the bushes where she looked, she, she felt home. Like I felt like that. She was like, this is my safe place. Yes, I know. Oh, I like, I do like Tinsley a lot though. I do like Tinsley. And at this dinner, it came up that Tinsley about her t- trying on the dresses and Bethany was giving her a really hard time about trying on the wedding dresses. And I kind of felt like Bethany was just trying to stir the pot with everyone at dinner. Like she, even with Dorinda's vagina, like I, I brought that up, but she, uh, you know, I just felt like Bethany was like kind of picking at people. And I told you while we were watching, I was Not like, with I the comb with Dorinda, with <laughs> Dorinda's vagina comb. What is she like? Yeah, she said she something told, about Abe Lincoln. I don't yeah, know. Uh, Bethany told uh, Dorinda like, Oh, you can braid your hair. Oh, cause they were going to go, they were talking about like, Oh, it's going to be a sleepover and we're all going to braid each other's hair. And Dorinda's right. like, well, what do I do? And so she was like, well, you can braid your, your pussy hair. She said, she literally said that I'm not, I'm quoting it. And I, and I was just like, oh. she's like, no, it's like Abe Lincoln down. And I was just like, I, but do you remember last season when Sonia was talking about like her vaginal, I don't know. I feel like every season they were doing vaginal rejuvenation yeah, or like that. the laser hair removal. And she's like, well, I just can't, I can't be like Don King down there. Yeah. That, that was her person. She uh, referenced her vagina too. And now Dorinda has um, Abe Lincoln. So I'm like, now I only picture Dorinda's vagina with like a top hat. <laughs> do you remember? Do you remember that one uh, Berkshire's trip that Sonia wasn't invited to, and they it was the best. That was that episode where I think it was the season when with Jules when 
Jules' dad was like sick and loose. Like, I can't believe they did this to me. But <laughs> they kept cutting. That Sonia wasn't there, and they kept cutting to Sonia. And when they cut to Sonia, she's like, well, my friends all went on vacation without me. So I went and got my vagina resurfaced. <laughs> <laughs> so like, all of Sonia's scenes were just at the vagina resurfacing. <laughs> it was just like, oh, God bless her. No, I feel like New York was like really heavy on the vagina issues where I'm mm-hmm. like, that's like your friend's coffee shop. Like, if we weren't like at the Berkshires, like we were doing yeah. some type of like... Sharon Giese's office doing yes. our resurfacing. <laughs> <laughs> um, but so Bethany was giving Tinsley a hard time about trying the wedding dresses. And I love They flash back to that scene in the episode. And I just love that scene so much. So I just want to give a shout out. <laughs> shout out to that scene. I really loved it. Um, but Bethany was just going, really going after people. Tinsley's mom is terrifying to me. Wait, so what do you think of Dale? What do you mean terrifying? Like, I'm to me, like licorice. she is as scary as that boat. Like she's, <gasps> like, I don't know. I, she... I feel like is ever like it's the stereotype of like every overbearing critical mom you see on TV or like a pageant mom who's like, you know, weighing her like toddler, you know, to get her to lose like a pound before she can have like her pixie stick to like pick her up. You know, like she just seems like she's so hard on her and just so Yeah. Yeah. Like gross and critical and I don't know. She's Dale. triggering. I was triggered. Triggered, yeah. She's Dale. she's my family crest of just I wonder what Bethany would have said if she had gotten to the egg portion of when uh, Tinsley oh was talking God. I to her what Bethany, eggs. I wonder what Bethany thought about that egg scene when she was watching it. See, I, I actually love Dale a lot. I think she's um, should be a housewife. Like, I would like to see her in the mix more. Because <laughs> she seems more around their age to me than Tinsley. Yes. Like, around the other girl's age. So I do like my Dale. Um, <laughs> Um, okay, so where were we at here? So they're having this fight. Sonia starts to freak out. The crest, the family crest comes up again. Sonia gets up and she freaks out. And then Dorinda sort of backs off and then does that weird apologizing thing where it was like, you know, you've been through so much and you're doing so good now, Sonia. Like, I'm sorry. And she kind of apologizes to her. Uh, what do you, in terms of the Sonia and Dorinda thing, like, where do you side with the I, family the thing crest is, thing. I love Dorinda so much. I feel like she's like the like the people's champion where like all mm-hmm. like the most of the fans like love Luann and like love Dorinda. And it's like I do love her, but I don't understand why she is such an asshole. Like is such an asshole to Sonia for no like for no reason. The only person I've ever seen Sonia be mean to was Tinsley last year when she was telling her that like Connor can't answer the door and like get her hat boxes anymore. That's like the only time I've ever seen her be mean to someone like yes she destroys people's lives but it's just her own life you yeah, know like it's just her own you're right just you're like right. why do you have to go so hard at her and i was i was telling you and i'm like i feel dumb i realize it's not like fucking homeland like i don't know why i can't like connect oh, the dots of this storyline but i was so confused of dorinda's like reasoning why she's not allowed to call herself a morgan but her daughter's allowed to call like her why s- it was bugging dorinda so much yeah, yeah like i don't understand like why you I mean, care it must, so much i think it just must, something about sonia really bugs dorinda because i feel like it happens a lot with dorinda like something about just sonia in general really bugs her and i also going back to what you said i think bethany kind of learned her lesson when she really blew up at sonia a couple seasons ago about the tipsy girl thing oh yeah when she when she made her cry in front of her assistants and like that was what that was when i was done with bethany i was like fuck you like that was so cruel that was awful i mean it was awful but bethany i think realized People don't want to see anyone mean to Sonia because Sonia is so harmless. Like even when she does is doing something bad, 
I think with like with Ramona, if she's doing something bad, it's not as excusable. Like something about Sonia, it, maybe it's because Sonia doesn't have doesn't seem malicious with anything. Yeah, that, like, it's do you like know the what I'm difference. Saying? I mean, like all of them are delusional in their own way, but it's like Ramona's delusional in like such a like such yeah. an asshole way. Sonia's delusional in like. A gray gardens, like delusions of like grandeur yeah. of, you know, toaster ovens and like yachts and like Madonna being not allowed into her fashion. <laughs> Sonia <laughs> rocks. You remember that, <laughs> that fashion show in Ramona? But it's like, I, yeah, it's like, I, it's like picking on somebody. I know it's like seeing, I know when it's like the dogs from like the ASPCA commercial and then like in the next scene, seeing somebody like yell at it. You're like, yeah, no, no, it's I like, a, yeah. no, totally. it's not, it's not out. It's like, it's too fragile. Yeah. Yeah, and so they had this. They were all kind and of. And also, why don't you just get toaster ovens on the shoes? Like, if you can't yeah. make the real toaster ovens, <laughs> why don't you just get them on your shoes? I would buy a pair of toaster okay. oven like loafers. Here's what I don't understand with the toaster oven. It's like, couldn't there have been a collector's edition where you, you know, even come out with like a thousand, like make a thousand of them, like a very small quantity, and sell them for a lot as like a collector item? Do you, they would sell out. It would exactly. be like the Kylie lip kit. They would sell it. Hundred percent. I think like I don't understand why that isn't happening like for a very specialty website or niche or marketplace or something like do a, a collector's one-time thing like these one I mean, all the housewives like love to have the, like they have their own merch they have their own yeah. you know like shot glasses like coffee mugs and stuff and like i don't need another like tumbler i need like Fucking i need a toaster oven. oven and i'm like my version of dale my mom nancy like fancy nancy she like Every time I see her, it's like we need, like we need to go get a toaster oven. I'm like, no, I am still You're holding waiting. out. Like I still have. I'm one yeah. of those people who's like, no, Tupac is still alive. Like no, I still, still gonna get want. That. I still have faith that this toaster oven is coming, or at least the yeah. toaster oven. Like have that be yeah. your crest. Yeah. And it doesn't. I, I don't wish know, that was her crest. Is it a crest? Did it? Does it say anything else, or is it a pattern, or is it just a picture of like? When I saw the close up of it, it looked like two different images. Like it, they showed a, a bunch of shoes, and it looked like a couple different images on different shoes. Of different. So that's like, why deer I didn't patterns? understand like which is the crest. Like I, I need to see the. I need then to I want to be like, is. um, John Deere stole your crest like um fifty years ago, yeah, and it's it heavily featured at um Cracker Barrel. Do you have a family crest? Do you like know if you do? I don't know if I do. Oh no, not yeah. at, like. Not at all. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, the only crest I've ever had is like when I went to medieval times. (laughs) I got (laughs) got like the souvenir. (laughs) Sure. Sure. Uh, So then uh, we're at this dinner table and everyone's kind of arguing. And then Lou and the Ramona stuff comes back up to the surface. And then Lou just leaves. Ramona seems to like finally get it. Like she says, oh my God, I realize like what I did wrong. And then she tries to cry, but she can't. (laughs) No, she, you try, like if you think you can be like Lisa Renna and give a single tear, like you can, that would require like feelings and empathy, like empathy. And that's not anything Ramona is capable of. Like, and it's just, that would make me even like, that made me even like matter of just like, You've already pissed me off, but like now seeing you try to play the victim and get everyone around you to be Switch like, up. no, like consoling you, that would make me like, that would make me even more upset. I'm already mm-hmm. upset about this whole situation of the interior. And like, I get it. Like I cannot like afford to be there, but like, I, <laughs> I don't want places that like, I <laughs> yeah, are wait, explain accessible this. for like so, my parents. You were saying the spa 
And I totally agree. The spa was not very glamorous. Like the decorate the decor of the spa of the you know, I I love the idea of our girls going to a spa and like doing a spa trip. I love that idea. But something about this place was very like the haunting the the other nicer when the housewives are like, I'm having a lunch spa where everyone comes over and I'm having like you know Dorit's house or something. You know, Priv's coming over and doing facials (laughs) and stuff. Like that setup is more fucking luxurious than like what we've seen. The furniture And no one was there. Like no one was at the resort. looked so musty. The mm-hmm. furniture was like, this just looks like what like Sonia's house could look like if it was just cleaned yeah. up. And there were like cheap plates on the wall, which they just look like Sonia's cheap plates on the wall. Like they didn't look... In some, like, some of the rooms I told you, I was like, doesn't look, look like the set of like a community theater production or like a yeah. really bad soap opera? And, and I'm like, when is Eileen Davidson going to like walk in and have, you know, give Erica Jane like a pity line <laughs> in this? I'm like, this just looks like a like fucking terrible, like soap opera set. Like I just, I don't want in my housewives. Yeah. I want like wish fulfillment. I do not want to see somewhere that my parents could go. You know, that's how I felt about Beverly Hills all last season when they were going to places near the Grove. I don't want to see them at the Grove. (laughs) Like they went to Tart at one point. I was like, I don't want to see this. I go to Tart. (laughs) I I don't want to see them at Planet Dailies or Cheesecake Factory or Chipotle or anything. No, it's like when I watch The O.C. and I see Tamara's townhouse and I'm like, no, we have the same Z Gallery table. I don't want to see that. Like, exactly. not sound like Valerie Terrace, but I'm like, I don't want to see that. I don't want to see any <laughs> I don't of need my... To see that. I don't want to see any of my own Z Gallery shit yeah. in your house. And I'm like, I want the Dubai trip. And I'm like, when Beverly Hills when we went to Dubai, like, Eileen, didn't she have, like, that entire, like, saltwater, like, shark tank, like, in, mm-hmm. in, her, in the room? In yeah. her room. Like, that's what I want. I know. I feel. Like, I can afford to like see like Shark Tale, but I, I like. <laughs> I so I want the to iconic that. Uh, Christina Aguilera film. Yes, <laughs> her finest work. Um, burlesque what? Burlesque who? No. Burlesque wishes. <laughs> I don't even know if Christina had a role in Shark Tank or Shark. What is it called? Shark Tale. Shark Tale. Shark Tale. But she did sing the thing song. I, I remember I'm that. I hope you're not a part of the Academy because I you should not be allowed to vote on anything. <laughs> I definitely should not ever be allowed. And into then, like, the Academy. you're the reason why Crash won for Best Picture if you make this ter- these terrible decisions. I remember seeing Crash and like telling everyone like this is the best movie ever like, about Crash. I was like, you guys don't even understand. Like, you have to go see this movie. It's so good. <laughs> I remember like seeing it when I like. Got it at Blockbuster. Sure. And I just like remember like crying and being like, wow, that was so like powerful. So mo- and I so saw it like, like when there was still Blockbuster and like that was like the hottest place on like Friday night when sure. I'm like, oh, I got like my Crunch Bunch, like King Size and my Crash, you know, VHS. Um, and then it's like I saw it on like TV like recently and I was like, oh God, I this know, is. I know. Looking back, watching it now, I just watched it recently too and I was like, eek. And it beat Brokeback Mountain, too, which you can watch now, and Brokeback Mountain holds up, and it's still amazing. And it's like, how did Crash beat it? But whatever. That's homophobia at its finest. Yes. <laughs> so, uh, or just huge ludicrous fans. <laughs> uh, ludicrous career took off after that. Um, okay, so then uh, oh, Ramona did say in her testimonials, I did write this quote down because it made me laugh. She said, if I couldn't talk to any of the men that Lou's been with, then I couldn't talk to anyone. <laughs> it was like perfect shade. It was good. I, I do love Ramona. Like, even, like, the worse she is, I just, I don't know why. Like, I have such a warm place in my heart for her. I mean, maybe it's all, it's all of them, really. Like, I feel so... I have I such a warm place so- in my heart for her, but mostly because it gives me such heartburn oh, when I, I see her. <laughs> <laughs> and it just, like... I get it, yeah, yeah. But I... 
it was just so fucking hypocritical, of course. So very on brand for her. But it's like you've dated everyone that she's. I know they all also, they've all dated each other, but I, I don't know. It's that very makes, incestuous. It it's like, very it like, makes me like love it. Like I, <laughs> it's very like Game of Thrones. Yeah. So I'm like, thank God, like you guys, none of you are like reproducing because then like every everything is all they've all shared like DNA. Maybe it's but like maybe other. it's because I'm gay and gay people do that too. For some reason, I'm like, yeah, I get that. <laughs> I feel like gay people do that a lot too. It's like they all date the same people, not me. I mean, I get like but. being like tired with somebody. Like when, like my parents been together for thirty years, and whenever I say something about like marriage or like wanting to be married, my mom just looks at me and she's like, "Marriage is a long time. <laughs> it's a long time. Just, uh, make sure you want to commit." And she's like, "I laugh with my mouth, but not with my eyes. Just remember, marriage is a long time." Kind of thing. <laughs> so I'm like, I get like yeah, having yeah. to getting like annoyed with like one person, like. You know what? They're living their sex in the city, like real life, you know, sex in the city tour. Like they do. I feel like, don't you think that they're like the most active, like yeah, sexually active? Yeah. Like and city I, or like I, dating I think it's like a great thing to show on TV. The women over 50 being so sexual and open with their romance, <laughs> you know, like all of that. I love seeing that. I'm like, I, I love seeing women so I love seeing women so confident because that's something like I don't have and a lot of my friends don't have and we're yeah. like, I mean, I'm not Avery's age, but that could be Ramona's age because they look exactly alike. They do. Um, like the sisters. And I'm like, I don't know. Am I watching The Parent Trap? Is it two sisters? How could this be, <laughs> How a, could this be? a daughter and a mother? But it's like, I don't have that confidence at all with men. And then like Ramona's like, no, you get three drinks and a short straw and a big straw. She knows what to do. And a lemon slice. Like, and yeah. they're completely confident and mm-hmm. it works. Like. Yeah. It does work. It does work. Uh, but so just wrapping up, Lou ran out of the dinner. And then uh, the next day they all wake up. We see Sonia waking up. There's a boob out. Bethany and Sonia had slept together. And it's then, impossible. Like for girls, you cannot sleep in a tank top and like wake up with your boob. Not with out. Your- it's impossible. <laughs> just that one and I boob. know that from before my boob job and after it's, impo- every, it's, it's impossible. It's a universal thing <laughs> that every woman has. Like, no, that's not possible. Sure. And they were all acting this next morning as if the dinner was just so exhausting. Like they just went through like the most exhausting thing in the world. It was like, oh my god that dinner like Tinsley at one point was on the couch in the lobby and she's just like wow I'm just trying to recoup from that dinner and <laughs> like, nothing even happened with you like Tinsley was you were pretty like your fighting was pretty tame it's <laughs> the most work Tinsley's ever done yes. like besides oh, I'm, you know <laughs> phew I'm exhausted like <laughs> wow. but I'm like all you did was like really go hardcore and like lobbying for your wedding dress shopping and like getting so defensive yeah. about that and like not she took that coffin joke like Seriously, I would have too, though, I'll be honest, like, because the way Bethany was kind of prodding her, I think I would have gotten upset to it. Like, I don't even think it was about the wedding dress. I think it was like she just got pissed at Bethany trying to make it into a thing. I That's what I took from it. I was like, yeah. Do you think Carol was like uh, telling the truth when she said two weeks after Bethany and Dennis started dating that they went to Harry yeah, Winston? I think that's true. Do you think it's true? Is that what you just asked me? What did you ask? Yeah, did okay, I, yeah, I probably yeah, phrased yeah. it in like a bad... No, 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 no. I, I was just... I, sometimes I like talk like Yoda and everything's backward. It, not, normally, <laughs> no matter how I talk, for it so- normally doesn't make sense, but especially sometimes I'll like say shit backwards and people are like, what? No, when you said it though, I, like for some reason in my head popped up a newlywed scene. I told you like, I, it's like just coming to me because I watched so much of it. It's like all of a sudden I, like, I blacked out and I just played a scene from newlyweds in my head. Like I can't stop the scene of Jessica Simpson being told that she was singing too good. Like, just, <laughs> I'm like, or did you... I like, can't stop. It's like literally like you just were talking to me and it was just like came up in my head some a record executive telling Jessica Simpson that she was singing Sweetest Sin Too Good. <laughs> like, no, I'm honored that when 
I'm talking? It. Like you go to your safe place if anything, <laughs> if any traumatic things happening, like you go to that like there in your mind of like, I'm going to go here. What's happening isn't really happening. I love thinking of newlyweds when they were like eating at like a Chili's and a person, a like, a girl yeah. came up and like, that was like before like selfies and stuff. Um, yeah. And she like wanted like Nick and his brother were like, oh, you know, she's coming up for us. And she's like, can can you take a picture of me and Jessica? And they're like huh. waiting, kind of like looking at her. And she like the girl like walks away. She's like 12. And then she's like, the guys were like, well, I guess she's not a big 98 degrees fan. <laughs> and like, it was that just- was the hardest thing they ever had to go through. <laughs> Get out. <laughs> or them performing at like their grand. Didn't they their perform grandma's like their grandmother's? Wedding, yeah. yeah, her wedding. Yeah. And I just remember like Jessica like jogging like for, like a mile before it. I'm like, oh, Annabelle, you need to rewatch it. It's good. Um, but so that was the episode. And then we got the mid-season trailer, which I recapped before you came out here. And are you excited about it, right? It looked good. I'm I have so many feelings where I'm so conf- I'm like It's a lot. I'm so confused about it of like I I don't want to see like Bethany and Carol not be, right. not be friends. I know. I, I don't, they're not making up though, because in, even since the season started airing, Carol's written some pretty nasty blogs about Bethany. Oh yeah. They've gone yeah. like, like heated, heated stuff. So like, I don't think I don't, they're making up. I don't want to see that Carol. Like I don't mm. want to see that Carol. Like I didn't want to see like the movie Carol about like the uh, old like yeah. lesbians. Like I, 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 def- I, don't I fell see, asleep during Carol. I don't want to see that Carol. Yeah. I like, I know because now that they're not friends, it's like Carol's not getting as much screen time, which means we don't get to see her cats as much, which is like what made me turn around with <laughs> Carol is that she's friends with like my idol, Beth Stern. And so I did a real like turn around with her, yeah. but like, yeah, I don't know. I just, I'm very, I'm so happy this that we're going to be crazy. The reunion's going to be insane. Cause they're all kind of fighting with Bethany and you know, Bethany's not going to just sit back at the reunion. I felt so dumb that I legitimately thought Sophia Vergara was in a scene of Real Housewives in New York because when Luann came out in that wig. And I'm like, oh my God, she took a break from like the head and shoulders commercial work and she's doing a cameo. Uh, One day Sophia Vergara is going to join one of these franchises and it's going to be a good day. It's going to be a good day. (laughs) Annabelle, this was so much fun. I had the best time. I want you to just stay forever. Please. This is my, this is my dream. This is like a make a wish for me. I'm such a fan of yours. I love you so much. You're so funny. And so I'm just so like honored that you let me do this. Oh my God. Please tell everyone because I love your show too. So tell everyone about your show. Um, it is called Adderall and compliments and you were on it a few weeks ago. It's like, yeah, we talked housewives. Um, and it was, it was so much fun. We were both sweating through our shirts. Like I felt, (laughs) I was sweating. (laughs) I'm doing. A, I'm a sweaty again today, and I have the air on, but I'm just a sweater. So your show, it's on I, iTunes. Yes, it's on the iTunes. It's on the iTunes. It's on the iTunes, and you can go subscribe to it. And please, please go listen to my episode with Danny, who is absolutely hilarious and, as per usual. Oh my gosh, you are so sweet, and you are so hilarious. And where can people find you on social media? They can find me on Instagram at Annabelle DeSisto, and you can find me on Twitter at. Annabelle Lee 417 because they're like, we're a bunch of bots. I Twitter's use, just go follow me on Instagram. Instagram you don't even it. have to like any of my pictures, like, you know, Ramona's uh, dinner party picture. You don't have to like any of my pictures. I just want to get to like diff eyewear level. Sure. Eyewear <laughs> status. Sure. So, sure. You can just like scroll like, on by when you see Yeah. I want to diff eyewear. I don't, I like looked up diff eyewear and it's only women. And I was like, ah, oh, God, I don't think I can get that. <laughs> <laughs> I just got on cameo though. And I've been having the most fun, like doing those cameos. What? Yeah. yeah. You need to get on there. I'm oh my you. God. 
I It's like really funny and I like I get it. I like made fun of it forever. I've bought 15 <laughs> I'm not kidding. I've bought 15 too, cameos. Oh man. I got a Dina Lohan one to promote my podcast and it was too dark to post. I eventually did post it. But it like initially when I got it, I was like, I can't post this on social media. Like it's too dark. Really? Yeah. It was just like there was no energy. It was just it was dark. I did post it, so it's on my timeline somewhere. I mean, like, no, I mean, she's dark. It's yeah. a dark. It's just like all of it was just like depressing. It was like, listen to everything iconic. I'm Dina Lohan. <laughs> it was just like too. It was too much. Annabelle, thank you so much. Uh, I could talk to you forever. I love you. Thank you for doing this. I love you. Thank you so much for having me. Yes. Everyone find me on social media and Cameo. <laughs> thank you all for listening. We'll do a pop culture lightning round with you for Patreon or something. So everyone go to Patreon. Uh, dot com slash everything iconic donate four dollars or more to get access to all the bonus episodes and the real houses of new york recaps and the pop culture lightning round with annabelle <laughs> and next week roni is not a new episode on thursday but we will have a new episode so everyone stay tuned subscribe on itunes we have a pop dive next week and then we'll also have a we'll do like a housewives show maybe we'll talk about uh, the upcoming orange county or something like that i don't know we'll figure it out we'll have something fun so everyone stay tuned subscribe mondays and thursdays there will be new episodes so please check back every monday every Thursday for new episodes of Everything Iconic. Thank you all so much for listening. Find me on social media and rate and review if you like it. Love you, bye. (laughs) Icons, I'm sure I've mentioned this many a time on the show, but I use DoorDash all the time, and I'm sure so many of you are right there with me. When you need a meal, you hop on DoorDash. And that's why I'm so excited to tell you about DoorDash's Dash Pass. It's the most affordable way to get anything in your area delivered to your door, helping you save lots of money, lots of time with every one of your DoorDash orders. So it's really a big saver with $0 delivery fees and lower service fees on your eligible orders. Dash Pass makes it super easy to save on restaurants or retail items, groceries, all your local favorites that deliver on DoorDash. Because I don't just get my meals. I also get a lot of groceries. You can get, again, retail items, local stuff. Dash Pass, too, pays for itself in just two orders on average, making delivery even more worth it. Plus, Dash Pass gives you special access to exclusive promotions, member-only menu items, all for just $9.99 a month. So get more from your delivery for less. Sign up for Dash Pass today only on DoorDash. Use code ICONIC24. That's ICONIC24 and get 50% off up to a $10 value when you spend $12 or more after signing up for Dash Pass. Subject to change, terms apply. Again, use code ICONIC24 and get 50% off up to a $10 value when you spend $12 or more after signing up for Dash Pass. Icons. Did you ever watch True Blood? I was obsessed. I thought the men on that show, Alexander Skarsgård, Ryan Quanton, I was in love with him when that show was airing. And I thought it was just so good. And so that's why I'm so excited to tell you about the new season of the Truest Blood podcast. The Truest Blood podcast is fantastic. If you haven't listened before, it's hosts Kristen Bauer and Deborah Ann Wall who rewatch and tell true stories from the set of HBO's iconic series, True Blood. They discuss the episodes, the blood, both fake and real, and 
and all the sexy bites in between. And this season of the podcast, they cover seasons three and four of True Blood, uh, where there's more werewolves, witches, and vampire royalty on the show. Plus, they have really great people who worked behind the scenes of the show coming on and talking about the show. Lots of that to come. I think we're all pop culture junkies here. And one of the things that I love about pop culture is seeing how the sausage is made. And so I think that's why we're all going to be so excited to listen to the Truest Blood podcast. So check it out uh, and also check out the show True Blood. Watch all episodes of True Blood on Max and listen to the podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.